I really want to caffeinate myself and others and support small businesses, but without having to put pants on. I wish there was a way to do that. I know. I'll ask Reflexa. Reflexa, what can I do to caffeinate myself along with others and support small businesses without putting on pants? Here is a targeted ad based on my constant surveillance of your thoughts and actions. Wait, what? Are you looking for a way to caffeinate yourself and others and support small business without having to put on pants? Well, then head on over to DeadlyGroundsCoffee.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee has smooth, rich flavors to satisfy the cravings of everyone on your list. From traditional flavors like pumpkin spice and French roast to more daring flavors like Hell's Fury, Highland Zombie Grog, Day of the Dead Roast, and Witch's Brew. And now, for a very limited time, you can try Butch Patrick's Dragula Dark Roast. Butch Patrick is known around the world for his role as TV's Eddie Munster. And when we deadly grounded him at a horror convention, he became such a big fan of our coffee that he hand-selected one of the roasts to make his very own. With most of the conventions on hold, Butch made available a limited supply of his Dragula Dark Roast, named after one of the coolest cars in television history. Personally autographed for our Deadly Grounds coffee fans. It's a delicious roast, silky smooth with a sweet finish. Perfect for any time of day and great for the coffee and Butch fans on your holiday shopping list. This is only available while our limited supply lasts, so hurry and get yours today. This holiday season, it's time to get a little deadly. Go on, you deserve it. Do you have a hankering for horror knowledge? We have such sights to show you. Do you require raging retro reviews? Do you desire discussions with devastatingly dashing dorks? The Dorkening Podcast Network has nearly 30 shows to satisfy all of your nerdy, geeky, and dorky needs. From horror reviews and celebrity interviews. Hi, I'm Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet films and the star of Allison. Hi, this is Dominic Case, who played the bounty hunter Gecko from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created Epis for Family. Hi, guys. This is Dee Wallace from E.T. and Cujo. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill. Hi, this is Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. As well as nostalgic trips into the past, pop culture, the latest in entertainment news, and so much more. Featuring a variety of shows and hosts that will simultaneously enrage, enlighten, and entertain you. Check out the Dorkening Podcast Network. My mom says I'm cool. Available on iTunes, Spotify, thedorkening.com, and wherever fine podcasts can be found. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. That's how we start a show. And that's fucking technical difficulties. (laughs)
Yeah, well, we got through it, it seemed like. I think we're here now, so welcome, everybody. It's go time with Jay and James. It's uh, Monday, January 25th, 2021. Here we are, live, right after the NFC, AFC Championship in the NFL. I'm sure we're going to talk about that, right? And and we'll see what else we got uh, stored up, and we kind of talk about a show that we're going to have in the future about the Super Bowl, so we're not going to really to separate on that topic today other than just let's just talk about the two weeks of the Super Bowl. we got plenty yeah. of time to talk about that yeah so uh james for let's start off here i, I noticed uh you had a, a post yesterday and uh you're on a journey uh yeah. a journey a ju- what kind of journey are you on a fat journey a fat uh journey. no uh so you know before before i met jen uh, my wife, for people who don't know that, hmm. um, uh, I weighed about a little over 200 pounds and I kind of hovered at the time for a while and I'd go to the gym. I wouldn't go to the gym. Uh, but like when I met Jen, you know, I, she really kicked my, kicked me into gear of losing weight, especially for the wedding. And so I got down to my boot camp weight, which was 169. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's big that was yeah like 30 pounds I, yeah it was oh yeah a little over 30 pounds nice um and i remember there's a great photo of us at the jack and jill like where it shows me and jen next to each other and there's a photo from the christmas before so nine months earlier mm-hmm. and we were we were big and we looked like you know state puff marshmallow people um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we lost all that weight eating healthy going to the gym like as like as a, like a ritual um, yeah, and, and to and, be honest, to be, hold on, let me interject here because you know that's how I got introduced to both James and Jen on the podcast platform. You guys had your own podcast back in the day called A Dork Physique. I'm sure you can find that on Spotify through the Dorkany Network. Uh, if you want, go ahead and listen. It was always riveting, uh, good stuff. Just a couple people trying to lose weight, getting ready for a wedding yeah. and, and uh, honeymoon. So yeah, and uh, pretty and, cool. And the great thing about that too is was that came about from Jen basically just saying like a lot of people were asking her questions and were like, Hey, you know, how'd you lose your weight? Like there's a lot of misinformation out there. We all know about misinformation mm-hmm. um, out there. And, you know, she was like, well, I, you know, I, I was doing the dorkening before I met Jen and all that stuff. So kind of, that was the next step was like, okay, I want to, I want to do this as well. So the show was very much hers. Um, it was a great show doing that in a summer in a third floor apartment, uh, walk up with no air conditioning, or we mm. had to have the air conditioning off because it was just brrr in the background. So it was never good audio quality. So we're literally sweating, like listen, doing our podcast, which was always fun. Uh, you know, we lost the weight, uh, for the wedding, which was great. We lost it for the honeymoon. Uh, you know, then we kind of got relaxed in the new married couple, oh, yeah. you know, you know, we, 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 you know, after the honeymoon, after Disney, which was just, um, no, you just eat. All you do with Disney is eat. Uh, but the food is fantastic. So I, I didn't never really um, cared to do that. Um, and it was one of those things where, um, you know, we go to the gym every other day or three or four times a week, but it was a little bit more of like, well, like, let's get around to it. And then, of course, we found out Harrison was on his way, and that kind of just, like... Derailed. Derailed everything. Oh, yeah. You know, because there's a point where, like, you know, you know, your wife's gaining, you know, gaining weight because she's pregnant. You don't want to all of a sudden lose losing weight. You know, I just felt like I'm going to be, you know, I'll be with her long journey. And then, you know, doesn't help. And then so 
after the holidays, I was back up to like 206, 207. I think the highest I was at was like 215. And that was like right around February of this past year. Okay. Pre-COVID. So I was like, yeah, pre-COVID. So I made the, you know, in so November. You, wait, hold like, on. You're already at your max weight pre-COVID. All right. Go on. Yep. Because So start to get, it's going to get dark. Yeah. So I got, you know, and so like pre-COVID, I was up to about 215, 216. You know, and it got earlier, like a couple of months earlier, we both signed up for a gym. And we were like, you know, we both need to get healthier. We just mm-hmm. got to get healthier. You know, we started cooking better, counting calories and stuff. Jen started doing like some fasting. Um, you know, I started doing some, uh, you know, she did the intermediate fasting. I tried to do that. I was like, no, I like to eat. I'd rather just count yeah. my calories and just work out, which, cause, that, cause I know I've had, I've had, uh, good, re- good results. Success. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, COVID hit and all the gyms closed mm-hmm. and uh my routine went out the window uh because i used to get up drop harrison off the sitter and then go to the gym that was my my routine yeah uh because jen would take uh west to the the preschool you know prior to everything closing and then drop we could do logan and go to work mm-hmm. so we had a really good routine i would go to the gym i'd work out for about 45 minutes and then i would take a shower at the gym and then i'd go right to work because work was like 10 minutes away uh and so like you know now you're home you're very very immobile you know you can't go anywhere you know you're just eating crap food because you're you know you know the the only real places that are open are fast food places so you know you know you're you you're you know you're eating wendy's taco bell burger king all that places and so you know started gaining more and more and more weight um you know, and then of course the summer you kind of level out to a point, but you know, I'm tired of fucking buying pants. I'm just you know, oh. tired of buying new clothes. There you go. Uh, and so it got to a point where like I bend over to tie my shoes and I'm out of breath or, you know, Harrison's running around and I went around with Harrison, but it's like, I'm tired. It's just because I'm, I'm just not healthy. And you used to be a big 5k guy. I remember that yeah. about you many years ago, pre kids, pre wife. Yeah. And I used to run a 5k. Uh, I ran a 5k right before a wedding. Me and Jen did, uh, in September. Um, the Duncan, the Duncan 5k, there's, there's That's a Duncan right. run around here. Uh, you know, and I've always joked around with Jen, like I would love to do like a Disney run, like down at the parks where you run through the parks and mm-hmm. that'd be really cool to do. Like I've never ever wanted to do like a marathon or anything psychotic like that uh, or a half marathon. I've done a 10 for the birds, man. Oh. Yeah. Who I mean, I can't, my, my brother, Tim has run the Boston marathon 10 times. So whoopie dee doo. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, 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 no. I, I, Rose, I, I don't even want to drive that far. So yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's so, pretty impressive. Sorry, Tim. So, no, so, so I, I've been telling Jen, I was like, I want to go to the gym. I want to go to the gym. I keep telling myself I want to go to the gym. Uh, and it's like, you know, wearing a mask is tough. And it, I remember we, when the gyms officially reopened, we went, I went back to my membership and I wore a mask to the gym. Uh, and it was weird. It was, it was weird running on a treadmill, wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, I was like, uh, this is not what I wanted. Like when weather got out, we walked with Harrison everywhere. I used to walk two miles a day yeah. with Harrison and, you know, do all that. Because again, it's nice out. I used to hikes, but you know, going to the doctor and the doctor's like, your cholesterol is astronomical. Like here's some anti-cholesterol medicine. Oh, you know, wow. Talking to me putting on, you know, high blood pressure medicine. 
Oh, stuff man. like that. I'm like, I shouldn't be at Time 35. Out. Yeah, I shouldn't be on all this medication again. And heart disease runs rampant through my family. My dad's meme mm-hmm. had heart disease, she had a quadruple bypass, you mm-hmm. know, back in middle the mid 80s. You know, it's just I'm 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 known for that. So I kind of was like looking around, like, you know what. You know, I got, you know, the time is it, now. It, yeah. It, the time is now. Like I said, you know, um, you know, it's getting a little bit like not the nicer out, but it's still January in the Northeast. But at the same time, it's one of those things where, you know, you look around and it's just like, okay, like stuff is going to start reopening. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the light at the end of the tunnel is still faint, but at least there's a fucking light there. You can see it. Oh, um, yeah, it's, there. it's there. It's still way far away, but it's like, oh, look, I see something. <laughs> Instead of just the empty void of sadness. Sure. Uh, you know, and we, I have my, uh, my daughter coming, you know, space cats coming, you know, in June, I would yeah. love to run around. And Harrison is now getting to a point where he loves to run around and be up and mobile. And, you know, we really don't have a yard, but like, you know, being at Pete's house and running around in the front yard there, or running around the deck with him. I want to do that and not feel like I'm, my heart's going to explode. Sure. Or like doing that. So, you know, yesterday kind of, you know, I told Jen, like, you know, tomorrow's the day, tomorrow's the day, tomorrow's the day. And yesterday was the day. Like I got up. You did it. You know, the first step. I did it. First step. And then this morning I did it again at 545. I was out I the door to, to go to the gym. Um, I'll never get up that early again because like it was just a rough morning for Jen and all that stuff. So I'm just going to move my exercise to, at night. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's back onto my fitness pal, tracking what I'm eating, tracking what I'm doing. You know, uh, like this morning I had, a, you know, Cheerios and I measured out the Cheerios and I measured out the milk and, uh, you know, for a snack, I had a, a scrambled egg, you know, and a banana, you know, for lunch, I have a healthy choice meal, which is probably going to kill my sodium for the day. Um, and then, you know, it's going to be bringing some snacks for the car to meet my dad tonight. And, you know, I'll have a, do some chicken or something when I get home. Nice. Um, but it's just kind of watching what I'm eating again and, you know, making the right decisions, you know, cutting out sugar as much as possible. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the biggest culprit. It's not fat. It's sugar. You fat is good for you. Sugar is bad for you. Uh, so, you know, didn't help that I was going to Sonic with my, with Jen and getting a 44 ounce thing of root beer every other day for like a week. Oh, wow. Or getting a milkshake or eating a thing of Ben and Jerry's and, you know, making cupcakes and brownies and all that stuff, which I don't mind doing for the boys and stuff like that because I like it. But then it's me eating three or four cupcakes or it's me eating, you know, two big pieces of brownie with ice cream and chocolate syrup. Yeah, it's like uh, you're you're, you're, on those days where you didn't even track or you didn't even know realize what you're doing and and, uh, you you think you're okay, then you wait. Oh, wait, I just had like a thousand calorie snack and i just forgot yeah. about it you know like yeah. that will it's catch up to time. you as you get older and your metabolism slows down so uh here we are you know our, exactly. our mid to late 30s and uh our metabolism is shit unless you do something about it get back yeah. to healthier habits better foods and exercise right i mean i wish i had a peloton bike Ooh, but, you know i got on one Congress. <laughs> i got I see, one. I see you walking more than on the bike so I know it's crazy. I think I only go on the bike one or two days a week. Cause when I look at that, that's like a super training method thing where a walk is more therapeutic for me. It's, oh, yeah. it's just 
listening to a podcast, listening to some music, going a walk. And, and trust me, I'm doing this at like 730 at night. I don't care how cold it is. Sometimes that's even more invigorating. Uh, the colder, the better, to be honest with you, in my opinion. Uh, I just feel like I'm doing something. And sometimes I make it a mile. Sometimes I make it four. Like it all, it all depends how much I want to go. And yeah, that, that is getting in the way of me using my Peloton. And it's my mechanism of saying, I'm doing something, but I really should be on that Peloton more. <laughs> and my wife's look at, you know, Jackie's like, yeah, we have this nice Peloton. Uh, use it. <laughs> I'm like, nah, I know. We're paying I know. for it. We paid for uh, it. I know, I know. She uses it too. So, I mean, it's like, it, get, it gets used four or five days a week, but uh, it should be every day. It should be 14 days, you know, 14 times a week, each of us every day. But you know, with two kids, you know, right. It's, it's kind of hard to f- sliver out that time. Um, and that's what it was for, for me was very much. Okay. Like, you know, I figured first thing in the morning, cause Jen normally gets Harrison up for me. And for me, I need to, for me, what makes me better is I have to get a routine. So the routine is get up, go to the gym, come home, make breakfast, take a shower, do my morning meeting. And then like, you know, get that routine. Cause before it was before this was Jen would wake up at six o'clock. I would literally lay in bed like half awake, hold, hanging out with Harrison, and then she would leave and I would go back to bed. Like, that mm-hmm. doesn't do anything for anybody. And then I would really roll out of bed and go to my desk. Like, I, I'm mm-hmm. touching my bed right now. Like, that's how close it is to my desk. Like, I don't have a, an office. So I literally roll out of bed and then, you know, go to work and then a lot of times roll back into bed after my morning meeting. Like, and just take another, like, try to go back to sleep or have another cup of coffee or have, like, three or four cups of coffee or go to Wendy's and get a Baconator and, like, all this, like, Mm -hmm. crappy food. So it was just, oh, yeah. it's Well, bacon's bacon's good for you in small doses. Sure. Uh, Because you want those, you want those fats. Um, But, yeah, not not to totally derail where we're going, but it's like, I'm on the same path. Uh, I'm getting to two weeks ago. I, I started Noom. You hear about Noom? Yeah, I trust me. I think it's been shoved down my throat on Facebook. Yeah, so I I've been I I downloaded the app, paid for the app, because uh, I've done Weight Watchers too in the past, and that was a lot of success for me. Because I'm always you know trying to tiptoe around 20 pound weight loss, but now I've creeped into the 25, 30 pound weight loss region of my life, and I'm like, Jesus, I really need to do something that's more life altering. Uh, so far, Noom, for people that don't know, uh, very great app, uh, and. It, because I'm a tracker. I love, obviously, through analysis of, of sports or whatever it may be, I love checking a box, scratching something out, reading something. And, and that's kind of what this does. It, it gives you a more of a psychological approach of weight loss, what your body and all this psychology, sociology, everything behind weight loss, what you're eating, how you're eating it. It's not trying to push you with a ton of nutrients and all this other stuff it, it guides you that way subconsciously it's crazy it's like it, it, every meal now i'm thinking about something else other than the meal i'm about to consume portion is portion wise uh is there enough color is there all different things that yeah in my 38 years i know but this is pounding it home on a daily basis for about 10 to 15 minutes a day i'm tracking or or reading something articles journaling all this stuff that through my app, through my phone, that it's like subconsciously, I didn't even know that I'm doing it anymore, you know, over two weeks. And so far I've had a pretty good success. Uh, lost six pounds. I'm down to 200 now. So my max weight was 206, never been that high. Uh, and I'm just like completely out of my mind. Uh, so my goal I think is 175. And, uh, 
it has a trajectory that I'll get there by June if I follow their protocol and their path. I mean, so far, I don't feel starved. I get to eat what I eat. Uh, I have treat days, treat meals. So I'm on the path, and that's what I just want. I saw that you announced it, and here I am. And I'll be your support and I'll be your, you know, your other guy. I'm like, I'm, I'm on a similar path. You're, you're tracking it one way. I'm tracking it another, but in the, in the end, we're looking at our kids. We're looking at our health and we're looking at our, the way that we fit into clothes. Like I don't need to look like an Adonis. That's not. Oh God. No. I just, I just, I, I just don't want to be like, <sighs> got it. Like, you know, it's fucking clothes is expensive. Like I don't want to keep buying like, Dude, you know, I, like, I had to buy a 36 inch waist uh, t- a month ago and I almost like shit myself. I was like, what the <laughs> F am I doing? And because I've always been 33, 34, like 32, like, man. And now I'm like, man, my waist is getting bigger, scale's getting heavier. And same thing, I was putting in crap. So I felt even more tired, crap. lethargic. Uh, and that's why, like, going on these walks, now the Peloton's involved. Uh, and it's just now getting over the hump. I'm eating better. That's giving me more energy. So now I should work out more. So it's kind of like I'm starting with the food benefit first, and then I'm going to get more into the exercise. Uh, cause I really want to c- control the food. I want to create the, uh, the healthy habits and also just, um, a better lifestyle, right? Just lifestyle is the key word, right? Changing that. Um, then always getting in my three o'clock coffee with a donut or whatever, you know, some exactly. like yeah. kind of thing that I just said, I was like, very quickly, I forget about a meal that was 500 calories. Now yeah. what I'm tracking, I'm like, dude, it's not even effing worth it. So stay away. So sorry right. about that whole epithet on <laughs> weight loss and our journeys, but, uh, I I'm here for you, buddy. And, and we could always push each other through. We got, we got, we both have uh, the Apple watch. Uh, I see what you're doing. You see what I'm doing. We're always commenting back and forth. So I just that, give you shit. That's all I do. Yeah. I give you. I try to find the most sarcastic. Oh, like, I think that's what I, it's for. I think that's what Apple Watch is doing because I do the same <laughs> thing to my buddy Corey. I mean, that Corey's like a bodybuilder type guy. Like he's just zero ounce of fat on him and just jacked, right? So he he always does a workout. And it's like burned eight hundred calories in like a high interval workout, and I'm just like, I could do that or something, some kind of smart oh, yeah, ass exactly. remark where I'm like, dude, that guy would just wipe the floor with me if I if we were white, trying to work out together. So uh, I I just kind of egg him on, push him along, but he he doesn't even need it. It's been his lifestyle since as long as I known him. So it's just like, dude, this is second nature to me. This is so I so him listening to me, he's always my platform. Like, oh, I need workouts, I need this, and I need that. And he's always giving me ideas, and he's just kind of like, I don't know, it's just second nature to him and me. It's a whole new world. It's 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 a new planet. So I'm still still adapting to that. Oh yeah, no, and and we had a trainer last time, uh, this girl Nicole Provost at her old gym, um, and she was like the bomb. Uh, she helped Jen out a lot. And then I worked with her a bunch, uh, you know, and, and, you know, maybe that's the next step. If, you know, after I get my feet wet, like yesterday I was on the treadmill for a half an hour. And again, today, actually I walk, only walked half an hour today, but yesterday I ran for 10, ran, walked for 10. I that, ran, yeah. And I was like, I don't know what, I felt like my heart was going to explode. Yeah. You got to stop um, somewhere. And then I was just like, okay. And then today I was like, I'm just going to walk. And it felt good. And I actually like kept the pace up. Uh, I didn't like, you know, I did some leg stuff, but it was funny. I did the weight machine and then I was like, okay, like I got it. And then like, I did one, I have to push up 
And this shoulder's like, nope, not happening. Like, mm-hmm. not working. So I was like, okay, I got to work on that shoulder. Yeah. And I know what it's from. It's from me sleeping like this on my bed because Harrison's in bed with us. So I keep my stomach to him so I can keep a, like a good eye on him. Or like if he rolls into me, he rolls into me and I know he's there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like working that shoulder and stuff like that. So, you know, my, uh, um, I don't care that, um, he's watching. Uh, right now. I, I hope he's watching me. He wants to be at the outlets now. Okay. No, when he leaves work. He's like, I'm going to after work. Like what's after work, four o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. Yeah. It's probably like five. I, I, uh, well, well, we'll get another tangent, but I just put the box for you guys I in this car last night. So it's, it's all, all ready to go. So, um, yeah. So like I said, it's just one of those things, like I said, if I could lose you know 30 pounds, that'd be great. That'd get me down to 190. Um, you know, if I could get down lower, more towards my wedding weight, I'd be even happier. Um, uh, but like, we'll see what happens. Like I said, it's just, you know, um, you know, it's going to be very much, you know, a long process and I'm looking forward yeah. to it. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard, uh, but I'm up for the challenge. And like I said, I, Jen is, Jen is being like, whatever you need be for me, for me, mm-hmm. if you want to go at five o'clock in the morning to the gym, just go like, well, I'll be fine. If you want to go whenever go, like I'll be fine. So yeah, you, you need that support and that buy-in from the family unit because uh, Jackie's very, very uh, supportive of that as well. She actually joined Noom with me. She wants to kind of make sure that we're all down a guided path of nutrition uh, in that regard. Um, obviously, we both got the Peloton. It's here. We aren't huge gym people. Uh, I always liked the gym, but it's like I just never got the worth out of it. I'd always find other ways not to go i'd much rather go on a five six mile run outside than ever go to a gym well that was me for a while um for me i was like i i can't run on a treadmill i just i'd rather just run outside Mm -hmm. but i felt like when i ran outside i was i was running too fast like i was outpacing myself um yeah, so but you like burn, burn yourself out or something. And yeah, I burned myself out in the first five minutes. Mm-hmm. At least with the treadmill, it tracks my speed. Sure. And so it's like, okay, like I can do this a lot easier. But you know, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I, I told myself I was looking at what weigh myself on Sundays, not every other day. You know, and we'll see what happens. Like I said, I told Jen I might invest in a new scale, one that kind of can link with the Apple Watch or the Apple Health app right. and do all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh so with Noom, a little thing is uh, I weigh myself every day. I mean, it's a, it's a constant tracker. It's a constant guide. And that's what they want you to do. And we just got to do scale. So it's all funny stuff. It's like, yeah, you know, we're I'm two weeks ahead of you where you're at right now. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm always happy to have somebody on board the train. Like, come on, man. Like, I, I I'll support you from a distance. And, and, and likewise, uh, just kind of seeing how, how we're all we're all doing and, and uh obviously we talk every week here we are so uh we'll always keep track so anyway yeah. sorry, sorry for all you listeners out there but uh you know maybe you, you hear us and maybe it's the time for you as well when you're listening to say hey maybe, oh. I, maybe I should get my shit together you know <laughs> like we're not getting oh, any younger and uh and uh like many of you may be listening or not but uh you know we got kids young kids and uh i want to my goal is to play basketball play sports with them throughout their whole life um and uh try to be active so all right yeah 100 here so with that we're going to transition over to the nfc championship tom fucking brady that's <laughs> all i have to say about that game 
Um, <laughs> yeah, where where do you want to where well, do you want to begin and end here with uh, with well, Tom, Jay has Tommy to take Boy. his Jay has to take his licks. Yes, because his NF, his Super Bowl pick, poof, just disappeared. Oh, I'm, yeah, my whole all my picks are gone. Uh, I'm pretty much on the outside looking in now. Uh, so now I'm just dead against rooting against you. I guess <laughs> you know, like and we'll do our Super Bowl picks next week. We'll do all that stuff next yeah. week. No, but yeah, it, it, uh, I can't. No, that was a rough game for Green Bay fans. That was a tough game. Like in so Green many Bay, ways, in so many like the coaching staff to the quarterback. And Rogers, comments at the end Rogers, of the game. Oh, yeah. like, it, I'm like, as a Packer fan, I'd be like, oh shit. <laughs> like, well, Aaron is- Rodgers was basically like, what was the thing? I I don't kick field goals. Like, it wasn't my decision to kick field goals. Mm-hmm. Like. And in true, what is it? Tom Brady had three interceptions and Rodgers had none. Like that normally doesn't happen when the other team is lopsided with turnovers. Eh, he had one. Oh, you did? Yeah, he had one to, uh, one interception thrown. Okay. But again, still, like it's three to one. That normally, you, you, when you lose the, the, the turnover battle, you normally end up losing the game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just, I don't know if Green Bay just didn't show up. Cause it seems like they were in the game right off the bat. And then the second it started going Tampa Bay's way, Aaron Rodgers turned into Aaron Rodgers and is throwing the ball all over the place. They got away from the run game. They got away from just slowly moving down the field. And he was just throwing the ball up doing his hero ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We were t- uh, texting uh, back and forth kind of through the game. You're we like, wow, like this, this game's, could kind of lopsided in a sense. And I'm like, yeah, Tampa Bay, everything is going right for Tampa Bay. And then I made a point to say it at this point, because I'm like, this ain't, this isn't what's going to last. It was over. Adjustments are going to be made in the second half. And and guess what they did. And uh, Tom Brady just had a field day in the first half. And that was, that was it. That was all he needed oh, to do. The rest that that touchdown with yeah. one second left before half. I sat there. I looked at Jen. I was like, Tom Brady's going to Super Bowl. Like yeah. I, I look, she goes, "What do you mean?" I said, "She goes, it's halftime." She goes, "I understand, but Tampa Bay's winning this game." She's like, "What do you mean?" I said, "Green Bay just let up a touchdown. That quarterback, that quarterback should just be like released today." <laughs> the guy got behind him and just that was it. That was it. Like that was it. It was a 40, 40 yard pass, and Brady was just like, "Boo!" Like not even like hesitated throwing that ball. Yeah, and for all the Patriots fans, kind of watching that game and kind of seeing the play call and what 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 have you what have you for the throughout that whole game there was many mistakes that were done in the second half with throwing the long ball so if you really look at his ratio probably wasn't great but guess what no risk it no biscuit you know the how 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 the old saying goes and that's exactly what they did that's a bruce arians offense throw it downfield guess what's gonna happen couple home runs couple strikeouts but couple home runs the the patriots don't do that or didn't do that even with him. And they stopped doing that. Uh, again, the ratios are probably skewed that most of his passes were not caught or intercepted, but they took the risk. They got a couple touchdowns out of it and huge plays. Godwin's 50 yarder. I mean, so many shifting plays that moved them downfield that actually got either three points or a touchdown or a turnover. You know, that that created that that they didn't create points into that turnover. They just punted. 
So, um, again, it's a testament to the defense of Tampa Bay again. Like, even with... It was was the play calling of Green Bay. Like, how are you not being more aggressive? Like, especially in the second half, you are down. You are playing from behind. You need to have ball control right now. And it felt like they weren't doing that at all. Whatsoever. No. It was like, you know, or, or, or where they had the ball and they were settling for field goals, not touchdowns. It's the NFC fucking championship game, guys. You're going to the Super Bowl. And you're and that was always the thing with the Patriots. The Patriots scored touchdowns, everybody else scores field goals. And that's how the Patriots would win. The Patriots would the Ben don't break defense. Remember, that was yeah. the whole thing. Like the Patriots go, go down, get a touchdown. But the they would the defense would let the other teams ride, but in the in the red zone, they would not let them get in the end zone and settle for field goals. So well, and again, I'm not trying to segue to this point, but same thing happened in the second game, man. That's all Buffalo was doing too. They were just taking field goals. Like, how and, are you not Kansas City sitting there just going, ha ha? Like, we're scoring touchdowns. You're scoring field goals. Guess what? You ain't gonna win. And they yeah, and they man. and they, they got blown man. out. They, you know, that was just that was not a great game. The AFC. no, it was. Well, and we'll get to that game shortly yeah. next. But you know, for me, it was just in 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 yeah. So Tampa Bay's going to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I was 50% right. I I got an NFC South team in the Super Bowl, just the wrong NFC South team. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And again, I, I kind of touched on it before, but it, the defense for the Tampa Bay is just playing like clicking. Out. It's clicking it's, right now. They're playing now. so they're well. Playing. They got speed, strength. Uh, they stopped the run, and Green Bay had uh, Aaron Jones, which the fact that he was unleashed, I mean, he, I did, he did fumble twice gave up one uh so that wasn't great but he was because they were laying licks man they were they were ball hawking helmet on the ball knocking the snot out of aaron jones and that is not a thing that happens so that's why i was saying like they are they are all over the ball and a a stat that i'm looking at right now is that you know uh aaron Rodgers, right very with his age a mobile type of quarterback when in the pocket he can actually run he's smart with the ball uh got sacked five times five that's five stops on drives that is a minus of 32 yards that is for every sack it's like a minute wasted off the clock like it is a legit thing and if you're getting and that that's it again tale of the other tape afc same thing happened to uh, Allen, he got rushed like a maniac. So this is going to be very interesting. If if the Chiefs play the same way a style of defense that they played against Buffalo against Tampa Bay, holy crap! This is going to be so, either a slaughter or because uh, because the offense is so prolific on Kansas City that uh, if that defense plays that way and they're they're playing pretty hot, so ooh, boy. So for me right now, and I, I boiled down to this one play. It was in the third quarter. It's when it was it was Brady's second interception, um, and that, the, the one the Evans that he was almost falling backwards and he threw it like high in the air and it was yeah it was like a ricochet or something like that and they caught oh. it. Oh no no no! It, the, the tip it, it, no, I'm not. Yeah, that was okay. Yeah, overthrew yeah, no, it. Hmm. Yeah, and so so that that ended that was at the end of the um uh end of the third quarter. Yeah. The next play, so they got the ball. They went three and out with negative five yards. Right. Like they sacked him on like the first play or the second play. It was just like yeah. holy shit. Right here. It was this was it. Incomplete pass, 
five yard pass, and then it was a ten yard, uh, a ten yard sack. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, you're sitting there being like, guys, you had opportunities to be in this game, and you just didn't execute. And then mm-hmm. here's the question: the Packers have been to four NFC Championship games. They've been in the last three of them, and they've all lost. So is it the coaching? Is it the players? Can they not get over that hump? What is, I mean, I, you know, now Aaron Rodgers is talking about like, I have to assess my options, blah, 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 blah. You know, you know, he, cause he's still butthurt that they drafted Jordan love in the draft mm-hmm. last year. Like if I'm the Packers, do you want Aaron Rodgers back or being like, Hey dude, thank you for your time. There's the door. Go be somewhere else. Or what's his, you know, what's his, what is he a free agent? He has three years left on his contract. All right. So trade him. Get some picks. Well that's, well, that's the thing. Are they going to trade him? Is he going to retire, force a trade? Are they just going to have him release him? Like, it's very interesting because, like, I think what's going to happen in Green Bay is going to be very interesting because I think that's going to determine the NFC for a little while. Because Green Bay's been that placeholder; they've always been in the conversation. Watson for uh, Watson for uh, um. I don't think it's on. You, no, Aaron, you're not. Tra- you're not trading for a veteran. You have Jordan Love. You have your quarterback of the future. Oh, yeah. You, you, you got to get someone I, to. I, guess. I haven't seen a play yet, but sure. Gotta eventually, you got to eventually do it. Right. So, like I said, you know, that, that that's going to be some good offseason predictions, including where does he go? Does he, is New England calling? Because there's been some movement, some quarterback movement and whisperings, you know, out there since, you know, the end of the season, including Matt Stafford, you know, now Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson. Those are three big quarterbacks that are, who don't like their teams and they're up and, Patriots yeah. actually have the trade capital in and, and Houston's gonna play it right where they're gonna send Watson to either New York or Miami and they're gonna get draft capital. And that's what that team needs because it sucks. Oh, yeah. So especially with honest, they're, out there. Yeah, they're gonna be a dumpster fire. I mean, they're just gonna do it kind of a just a uh you know uh a, a big a big trade and, and get some and draft capital. And and to be honest, I think the Jets are the best landing spot, in my opinion, but they already had a lot of trades uh, back and forth with uh, Miami uh, over the last season or two. So they might get some of that draft capital back and give them Watson and take Tua so they don't have to think about a quarterback and try to build on a line. Running back, they haven't had a good running back. And I mean, David Johnson was okay, you know, serviceable, but they, for that trade, it was awful, right? It's like, I don't know what Houston was doing. Uh, well, it was because it was Bill O'Brien. But uh, anyway, Bill O'Brien. They, I think they just need draft capital. So yeah, my my prediction of him going to Green Bay is absolutely not in the cards. Uh, or who's who's to say that uh, Green? You know, he doesn't get traded to the one of those teams, Jets or Miami. They don't want hey. Tua, but they they'll take some picks because they each got him. A- you know? Aaron Rodgers or uh, Goff. For to what Los Angeles? Do you uh, want Aaron Rodgers or Goff? That's a big one to go to go to L.A. Uh, that team with that Rams team with Rodgers. Holy shit! Yeah, um, yeah. So like I said, you know, the, the, the like I said, Tom Brady's going to his tenth Super Bowl. He's six and three all time. Uh, the Bucks will be the first team to ever host the Super Bowl, but I think they're the whole, or the away team though. I think the way the Super Bowl is, they're not the home team this year. They're the away team. They get the away locker room and stuff. But 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 now this brings up well, this brings the question now. Will they just be have their own locker room because it's a home team and because of COVID, it's easier for them to be in their own locker room than 
you know, a different locker room that's already blah, 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 blah. So interesting, we'll, interesting dynamic there, but. Well, uh, well, well, that's the, that's the thing now is this is the first time it's happened in 55 Super Bowls. So they don't, NFL doesn't, we'll see what the NFL is going to do. Uh, because technically, like I said, you have a home team and you have an away team. So and this is the we'll, game within a game. Cause if I was Kansas city, I'd be like, no, we want it. We want the home. T- we, we want it. Well, we well, want you to move just to be uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> and I think they, I think they flip it. So I think maybe last year, because it's whoever picks the jersey, whoever picks the jerseys, the home team. Mm-hmm. So because, like you said, you could pick whatever jerseys you want with a home or away jersey, and that I think that delineates who the home team is. So we'll find out. Like I said, we'll do a whole Super Bowl preview next week. Sure. I mean, the Super Bowl is going to be weird anywhere. There's going to be everything's virtually. There's no media day. There's none of that stuff. So um, with that, let's go over to the AFC, which is going to be a lot quicker of a conversation. Um, so the AFC was a dumpster fire of a game. Um, the bills showed up for the first quarter and then decided not to show up. And Josh Allen turned into Josh Allen. And they did, they um, didn't even show up. It was a Kansas city chief fuck up on a fumble on a punt that got them up nine points and they still missed the field goal. So to be honest, I was like, I was like that nine zero, whatever point starting point. I was like, oh, that's, that's false. Oh, like, I love too how, how, how 17 got the touchdown the first touchdown of the game basically being like, and Mahomes was like, I got you. Like we got this, yeah. we got it. It just, <coughs> excuse me. It just shows like how freaking good Miami, uh, Kansas city is. No, um, that's all like my, my, it's not even a hot take. It's not even a take. Uh, they're fucking good. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> they're so they're really good. good. Tyreek, Tyreek Hill is so fucking good. And, uh, no, no, what was it? Hardman? Yeah, the guy who number seventeen. Right? Yeah, was he it, was unstoppable. Nicole or it's, like hard, it's hard. I think it's. I think it's like Lacoy or something like that. Any, yeah, that guy is the fast one. You know, if Tyreek and him are in a race, I'm, I'm grabbing my popcorn, man. Those guys are so fucking fast. And I, and well, and, well, he was drafted, I think, last year because he was supposed to be a replacement if Ty, Tyreek Hill got suspended. Um, because there was talk of him getting suspended. Yeah, McColl, McColl Hardman. Yes, so he he is just. I like watching him play. Uh, next to uh Hill and just having that other guy to release and go downfield. And then you have Kelsey still, and you still got Watkins, and you still got uh, you got Le'Veon Bell, and you got. Uh, the 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 rookie like yeah I guess the running game doesn't shouldn't scare Tampa I I don't think but no I, fucking Mahomes should scare Tampa like he's stupidly good well and 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 I've been saying this for I don't know if I said it on the pod so much but uh, Aaron Rodgers in my opinion it's so funny how when you're listening to all the people talk about. Mahomes and I was like I've been watching Mahomes play for the last 10 years he's called Aaron Rodgers because it's very fucking similar sidearms I mean he was doing it in the Bucks game he was doing sidearms going up in the pocket slinging it across the field has a huge heck of an arm his intelligence is off the charts and he still does no look passes and he can complete 60 yard bombs hell marys like they're like it's something he just can flip out of his back pocket so to me the way they 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 neutralized Aaron Rodgers again. Aaron Rodgers is 14 years his senior, but 
Aaron Rodgers was still a doctor out there when he wanted to be. And there was, there was a reason why green Bay and the bucks, it got close a lot. It's just bad coaching, bad decisions in the, in the second half that really caused that game to get kind of like, what the fuck is happening here? But, and it was, and it was interesting too. And, you know, I'll take a Felgren mass take on this one and reiterate it is uh, the best thing that happened to Buffalo was losing. Um, to to and, what gain some no it's because the loser of the super bowl for the last eight years was never heard from ever again uh-huh. minus the patriots think look, think about it though san francisco is a shell of itself last year the year before that it was the los angeles ram who took a step back and now they're back to where they need to be Mm-hmm. New England went back and won it. So, like, so they're, they're the exception to the rule. The Falcons, where the Falcons been? Mm-hmm. They've disappeared. Carolina, gone. Seattle, never Seattle been back. Did, Seattle did it a couple years in a row, but then what? They won one, then and then they lost, they and lost. then they haven't been then, back since. They haven't been back since. Mm-hmm. And the Broncos is the other anomaly. They lost, and then they went back two years later and won Super Bowl 50. Mm-hmm. So, like, th- just think about, like, it's not as clear cut as like, you know, what you want. You want the growth. You want a linear growth of a team. Okay. You, you, you got to the, you got to the AFC championship game. It was a way away game. Now let's build on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. What didn't work in that time? Well, we got to get better. We got to go to the next step up. You're still going to meet Kansas city in the, in, in, in the, in the regular season next year, because they're, they both won their division. You're you, you, I think it's going to be probably, I, I, I bet you it's going to be at Kansas City. Um, but like you're going to grow, you know, the, the team's very young, it's very hungry, it's going to get better. Like I said, I think them losing was a better pick of them winning and then losing in the Super Bowl. Because do you know how many storylines the Bills would have to listen to? The last time the Bills won the Super Bowl was in Tampa, they lost to the Giants on the field, missed field goal. You're going against Brady, who's 32 and three against you all time. Like it's a home game for the Bucs. I don't think their team could handle that. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been too loud of a noise. And then Josh Allen could go in there, turn into Kirk. Uh, um, Cousins. K- no, Kerry Collins and just disappear again. Another game in Tampa, just disappear <laughs> and like, and not handle the moment because he does get amped up for these big games and he could have got very amped up and then shit his pants. Like he kind of like a couple of those like uh, interceptions I saw. I'm like, who are you fucking throwing to? Like what? Like, are you not looking at the field? Who? Again, Josh Allen. Okay. But again, we're looking like at the 22 film. We're looking down like, well, you can see everything. Mm -hmm. But like you literally threw it to a Kansas City chief. Like it wasn't even like remotely close to you. So, you know. I wanted the Bills to win a little bit, but like I said, I think hindsight being what what it was or what it is, I think you know them losing is going to help the franchise in the long term. I don't see them taking a step back, and you're not going to hear from the Bills again. I think they're going to be like, okay, we want more of that. We want to win the next game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and and with uh, like I said, almost very similar tale of the tape where Josh Allen was pressured. It was sacked four times, lost 35 yards, a lot of time off the field. And I'm just saying the Chiefs score with such ease and quickness that it's just like, I don't know. I just, I don't know. Like, 
I know when we do get to that show, it's going to be very, you know, I think I know where you're at because that's your pick. You had that pick from preseason. So it's like, I know, I know pretty much where you're going to be. But God, I'm just going to be on the other side trying to debate that. But, you know, in my heart of hearts, man, Kansas City is one of the best teams I've ever seen. And I mean, it's going to be a good game. At the end of the day, it's going to be a good game. Oh, I, and and again, it's it's still a great story, storylines, whatever. It's gonna be it's gonna be great, right? Well, it's well, be Mahomes, super, super Bowl, super NFL, super in your face. Well, did you see like Mahomes' comment last night, being like Brady's in his hundred and fiftieth Super Bowl, <laughs> like just enjoying it? And like I said, this is what the NFL wants. You want your two of your biggest stars on the biggest stage going at it. Yes, Brady is the best court, greatest quarterback of all time. You know, and if he wins this one, it's I'm sorry, game over with the fucking Bill versus Brady conversation. Um, Should already be that way. Uh, well, like I said, if he loses, then it's he can't win the big game without Belichick. Then that's the. I'm just, I'm just saying, as we grow, we live in New England, and we have two polar that, opposite. So that's a completely asinine comment because you're comparing Bill Belichick to Bruce Arians. People, stop fucking talking like that because they're two different fucking people. One is way better than the other. Guess what the the middle ground is? It's Tom Brady. Doesn't matter. You know you you because nah, all you, those people are assholes. You're all assholes who think that. All of you. Well, the reason that the reason why it. the reason why Tom Brady didn't win the big game is because Bill Belichick wasn't doing all the intangibles. First one to say that's a complete asshole. <laughs> You know it's going to come out if he loses. Yeah. Well, it looks like you know it looks like you needed Bill and Ernie Adams in his ear to win those games. Fucking a. And he needed the other fifty-two players on the roster. You fucks. Yeah. <laughs> stop. Uh, it's just it. And look at that. I'm it's, saying it's that from super annoying, super annoying with the Massachusetts fan base. Like, come on. It's a New England fan base. You don't. You don't think it's just Massachusetts? No, it's 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 mass holes from Massachusetts for sure. So, like I said, it'll be very interesting, and trust me, we'll have plenty to talk about in the next two, definitely in the next two weeks. So, um, was there any other surprises this weekend with any of the games where you were just like, "Hey, this is what's going on," and you know, like, is there any, anything else was kind of like out no, of there? Man, I, I think, uh, you know, all right. Easy. I'm not even, this isn't even surprising. I think what the surprising thing is the chiefs defense, super surprising, what they did to Allen and just threw him off his whole game plan. The coaching's like, and vice versa, the bucks came to play. Um, it was a, it was a, they let up 26 points, but they made all the right stops when they needed to. They sacked and got to Aaron Rodgers, which is a hell of a feat. Um, and they, they kind of were able to minimize the effect of Devonte Adams. I mean, he still had nine catches, 67 yards and a touchdown, uh, which are his league averages. So to be honest, it's like, all right, fine. You did what you needed to do. And nobody else could step up to that plate on green Bay Van uh, Scantling had leading reading receivers because they were they were all over adams of course you're gonna have a guy that's gonna go off for 100 yards when you do that running game was non-existent aaron jones couldn't hold on to the football and um i think the moment was too big for aj Dillon. he's a rookie he wasn't ready for that afc and that heavy hitting bucks defense uh like i said i think that 
the defenses are going to be what's going to be a really amazing story, and they're going to be the afterthought. And I'd rather be that of the front of the conversation because the Chiefs came to play, and they they smacked Buffalo in the mouth, and that that is not a comp, a thing that happened this season. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Just just did whatever they wanted to. Got to the quarterback, sacked them. No run game. Well, they didn't have a run game in the first place, really, uh, Buffalo, but it was non-existent. And uh, I think I think defenses are going to be the not a hot take, but definitely an underlying story that you need to focus on because that's what's going to make this Super Bowl pretty interesting. Because everyone does ten stuff. I don't care that Bucks are all kind of new there, so that's going to be interesting. Kansas City went there a year before, but it's also hey. Going back to back, it's not an easy thing. Uh, but here they are. And could this be another Seattle thing? You know, where they went back to back, got all the way to the end. They were the better team. They should have won, but they didn't. Something happened. Uh, something big happened. Catastrophic. But could that we'll happen again? Right. And we'll, we'll, we'll dive more into that next week for sure. But uh, defense, 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 defense. I, I, I think it's going to be... Who's, who's going to be the better one? Who's going to be the bigger stops, the bigger game-changing plays? And I think, is it, no, no, like the special teams for Kansas City, you know, that other third element of the game, uh, I don't know, maybe they get the edge over the Bucks because I really don't know much about their um, special teams play. You know, I've, I've watched a couple games that they did this, this season, but everyone's so focused around their offense. Uh, same with KC, but like I said, there's three, you know, three three areas of football that you need to win, and uh, if you have the uh, two of the better three, you'll probably win that game. So, wh- who's going to be the better special teams play and the better defense? Because the offenses oh, are both pro- prolific, but I just don't think it's going to be that way. I don't think it's going to be a, a forty to forty game. Like, you know what I mean? I don't think it's going to be. We'll see. Like I said, that'll be very. Super Bowl is one of those games where it's unbelievably hard to protect. Because are you? Could you have told me that the the Patriots Eagles game was going to be? Tom Brady is going to throw 501 yards and four touchdowns or five touchdowns and lose. Like it's such a hard game to call. And like I said, we'll put our picks up next week. We're, we're mm-hmm. you know we're going to break down the game. We're going to break down um, our 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 predictions, and we're going to talk about Super Bowls. You know, favorite Super Bowl memories, worst best games, worst games, all that stuff. As we are Patriots fan, we will reminisce about the good old days of when the Patriots were in the Super Bowl. Um, because that's probably not going to happen for a very, 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 very long time. Um, so with that, uh, this kind of wraps up a fantastic episode of the Dorkening. Uh, Dorkening of J. I have the logo up top right here. Look at the new pretty Dorkening. Logo that is up cool. Top. Um, I mean, the real thing I was saying is, uh, go to the Dorkening.com. We have merch. They have merch now, including uh, a blockbuster style shirt. Um, with the logos, with the with the clamshell boxes. Uh, there's a '70s, an '80s version, and a '90s version, and I think one of them has like "Be Kind, Rewind" type of shtick on it. So check it out, uh, the Dorkening on Facebook and Dorkening.com to find out those shirts. But the real thing, and the real thing we want you to go check out is, of course, the one of the best places to get delicious, 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 delicious coffee would be where exactly. Go on the internet, go on the Google, Google machine and click in getdeadly.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee. And 
James introduced it to me. I, I've, I've got a few different flavors, and they are super delicious, super creamy, super velvety, super deliciousness. I've I've already had my brother purchase it. My friend Eric has purchased it. So for all you listeners, I we are getting out there to you guys. So if you're listening right now, please get deadly.com. Go Support check it out. small business. You guys are the best. They're huge at horror conventions. Uh, you know, the convention season right now is up in the air. Uh, probably nothing again this year. So uh, check them out, getdeadly.com. We are actively working with them to actually have a standalone promo code uh, that we could just use. So if you hear the show, this is the new promo code that you can put in. We're working out with them. So hopefully they'll nice. be new code. But awesome. any order over $50 has free shipping. Yeah. Uh, and like Jay says, the, the coffee is fantastic. They have unbelievably great roasts and it's seasonal roast and stuff like that. So getdeadly.com. With that, ladies and gentlemen, this wraps up another It's Go Time with Jay and James. So tune in next week for another live episode where we'll be discussing Super Bowl 55 Ooh. as well. We want to hear from you. Favorite Super Bowl, favorite, favorite Super Bowl moment. I don't care if it was the fridge in the Super Bowl or Terrell Davis Whoa. or John Elway or okay. whoever. We want to hear from you. We want to interact with you and we'll discuss it and we'll go from there. So tune in next week. One-ish Monday afternoons uh, live, but we, the show will go up. I do apologize. The show did go up last week. Um, there was a family matter that I did to deal with, so it was a late getting up, but uh, this actually is going to work on it right now and try to get this up for tomorrow morning. Nice. Uh, 